Bible believers have been mocked down through the years as doomsday prophets. Concerning this mindset, the Word of God declares in 2 Peter 3, verse 3 through 13, Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lust, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire, against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. They also mocked in the days of Noah. But today there is flood strata on approximately 75% of the earth and marine fossils on the world's mountain peaks. Those who are skeptical of the global flood should click on to the following. The time for scripturally defined doomsday is rapidly approaching. Wise men, women, boys and girls are preparing to escape the horrors of God's global judgment and eternity in the lake of fire by repenting of their sins and surrendering their, uh, their lives excuse me, to Jesus Christ, the King of glory. Have you personally made your preparations? Today is your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for easy how-to instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God now for today's subject. God said, Matthew chapter 24, verse 29 and 30, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. God said, Revelation chapter 6, verse 13, and the stars of heaven fell upon the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. God said, Revelation chapter 8, verses 10 and 11, And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many men died of the waters because... They were made bitter. Man said, These foolish doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world and certainly no judgment day. Now the record. To the skeptics, reading this feature, and we know there are many by the emails we receive, take time to consider that we in the ranks of faith have been where you are. 
Many of us were evolutionists, atheists, agnostics, humanists, mockers, etc. All of us were once in sin, but we have cast off these positions as untenable to embrace the cross of Christ. I once talked with a gentleman who was grappling with whether Jesus Christ was the solution to life's problems. I said to him, I know where you are, but you don't know where I am. In other words, I can see you, but you can't see me. After all the rationalization, it must be understood that Jesus Christ is reached on a spiritual plane, the plane that fully dominates all. Whether you are a skeptic or saint, we're glad you've come. May the face of the Lord shine upon you with light and truth. This feature is an ongoing series concerning Doomsday. The God Said, Man Said Doomsday series is listed below. If you have not reviewed these features, prepare to be shocked. Interfacing the parlance of today with the Bible's words and terms is important to understanding the Word of God. For example, consider the word dinosaur. This word was coined by a scientist in the mid-1800s, and it means terrible lizard. The Bible names for these creatures include dragon, leviathan, behemoth, and fiery flying serpent. The bodies of the cosmos, on the other hand, are called the sun, moon, stars, planets, and the host of heaven. These terms would include all you see when you look into the heavens of outer space. The word of God prophesies of stars falling out of the sky during the very last days, causing colossal damage and judgment to this earth. Could it be so? Could the word of God be correct? According to reporting by Scott Carney in Discover Magazine, there are 185 identified sites on earth which have been struck by celestial bodies, and this is only what's been found on dry ground. In 1998, the U.S. Congress directed NASA to locate all asteroids near the Earth that are two-thirds of a mile in diameter. Scientists claim this is of sufficient size to obliterate civilization as we know it today. Again, in 2005, Congress asked NASA what kind of effort would be needed to identify 90% of near-Earth asteroids that are 460 feet in diameter and larger and do it by the year 2020. Certainly there is increased global concern that the sky is falling someday soon. Hollywood recently jumped on the bandwagon with movies such as Deep Impact, Armageddon, and Asteroid. The scriptures clearly prophesy sudden impact, stars falling from the sky. Isaiah twenty four seventeen through 20 speaks of the earth's judgment, fear and the pit, and the snare are upon thee, O inhabitant of the earth. And it shall come to pass that he who fleeth from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit, and he that cometh up out of the midst of the pit shall be taken in the snare. For the windows from on high are open, and the foundations of the earth do shake. The earth is utterly broken down. The earth is clean dissolved. The earth is moved exceedingly. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard, and shall be removed like a cottage, and the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it, and it shall fall and not rise again. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard. The earth is moved. Psalms 82 speaks of the foundations of the earth being out of course. These stars falling like figs will knock this earth silly. Jesus said when he returns, it will be as it was in the days of Noah. At that time, the earth was filled with wickedness. God opened the windows of heaven and poured out the earth's doom. Note in Isaiah twenty-four eighteen: For the windows from on high are open, but this time stars will be falling. 
the effect of these falling stars will be catastrophically staggering. Again, the November 2007 issue of Discover, which is no proponent of Christianity, had uh, more information in regard to Bruce Massey's theory on what caused the global disaster several thousand years ago. Mr. Massey is an environmental archaeologist at Los Alamos National Laboratory in New Mexico. He's grasping at straws, attempting to explain the global annihilation that took place, even citing 175 ancient flood accounts, God said, man said, reports numbers as high as 500, yet dancing about the obvious Noah's flood. His theory is a three-mile-wide doomsday rock. Nevertheless, his account of what would happen if a rock of this nature would strike the earth is helpful. The following excerpts are from the article, Did a Comet Cause the Great Flood? Massey's biggest idea is that some 5,000 years ago, a three-mile-wide ball of rock and ice swung around the sun and smashed into the ocean off the coast of Madagascar. The ensuing cataclysm sent a series of 600-foot-high tsunamis crashing against the world's coastlines and injected plumes of superheated water vapor and aerosol particulates into the atmosphere within hours. The infusion of heat and moisture blasted its way into jet streams and spawned super hurricanes that pummeled the other side of the planet. For about a week, material ejected into the atmosphere plunged the world into darkness. All told, up to 80% of the world's population may have perished, making it the single most lethal event in history. End of quote. Mr. Massey Wax is prophetic in his observations. Isaiah 24, 1 through 6, listen to this. Behold, the Lord maketh the earth empty, and maketh it waste, and turneth it upside down, and scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. And it shall be as with the people, so with the priest. And as with the servant, so with his master. As with the maid, so with her mistress. As with the buyer, so with the seller. As with the lender. So with the borrower, as with the taker of usury, so with the giver of usury to him. The land shall be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled, for the Lord hath spoken this word. The earth mourneth and fadeth away. The world languisheth and fadeth away. The haughty people of the earth do languish. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof, because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore hath the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and a few men left. Jesus said in Luke 21, 25, and 26, And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea, and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Could the scriptures actually be true? Are there doomsday stars headed our ways? And the same issue of Discover, an article was published under the title, What to Do Before the Asteroid Strikes. The subtitle reads, The Doomsday Rock is Out There. It's Just a Matter of Time. The following excerpts are from that article. In 2004, as a massive tsunami rolled through the Indian Ocean, killing hundreds of thousands of people, a dozen or so scientists quietly confronted an impending disaster potentially even more lethal. 
They had inside intelligence that a chunk of rock and metal roughly 1,300 feet wide was hurtling toward a possible collision with the most populated swath of Earth, Europe, India, and Southeast Asia. Furiously crunching numbers on their computers, the researchers put the odds of impact in the year 2029 at exactly those of hitting the number in a game of roulette, 1 in 37. We usually deal with one chance in a million, recalls Stephen Chelsea, a NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California. This was absolutely extraordinary. I didn't expect to see anything like it in my career. By the end of the day, on December 27, 2004, to the relief of the observers, uh, archival data turned up uh, trajectory information that rendered the odds of a collision nil. Nonetheless, in 2029, the asteroid dubbed Apophis, derived from the Egyptian god Apep, the destroyer who dwells in eternal darkness, will zoom closer to Earth than the world's communication satellites do. On April 19, 2036, it will return, this time with a 1 in 45,000 chance of hitting somewhere on a line stretching from the Pacific Ocean near California to Central America. Because Apophis was discovered during one of the world's greatest natural disasters, the worries about the impact went largely unnoticed. But that tense day, December 26, 2004, stunned the small group of astronomers who dutifully detect and plot trajectories of hundreds of thousands of the millions of chunks of rock whizzing around the solar system. Though too small to end civilization, unlike the asteroid that may have doomed the dinosaurs, Apophis could pack a punch comparable to a large nuclear weapon traveling at 28,000 miles per hour. It would heat up as it passed through the Earth's atmosphere, turning the dark rock into a fiery sun as it arced across the sky. Then it would either explode just above ground, as one most likely did in 1908, leveling a vast forest and the Tunguska region of Siberia, or gouge a crater 20 times its size. If it hits London, there would be no London, says Apollo 9 astronaut uh, Rusty uh, Schweckart, who had closely followed the discussion of the potential 2029 impact. Slamming into the ocean, Apophis could create a tsunami dwarfing the one that killed at more than 200,000 people around Indonesia. End of quote. Take note that they have named this asteroid Apophis, the destroyer who dwells in eternal darkness. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key to the bottomless pit. Now, consider verse 2 through 11 and the effects of this star striking earth. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there rose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle. And on their heads were as it were crowns like gold, and their faces 
were as the faces of men, and they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions, and they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. They had tails like scorpions, and there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. The Greek word Apollyon means destroyer, and this destroyer is the fearsome angel of the bottomless pit. The astrophysicists are getting close, but it reminds me of Second Timothy 3.7, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. The Bible speaks of stars falling to the earth like figs. Science is starting to get the message. It's beginning to rain. God said, Matthew 24, verses 29 and 30, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. God said, Revelation 6.13, And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs, when she is shaken of a mighty wind. God said, Revelation 8.10 and 11, And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters, and the name of the stars called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Man said, These foolish doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world, and certainly no judgment day. Now you have the record.